Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast with your host, John Cass. Together, we'll take a closer look at the ins and outs of marketing through an agile lens. You'll learn from interviews with top agile thought leaders and practitioners and gain fresh new insights for your journey. Let's get ready to dive in. Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing podcast with John Cass. I'm your host, John Cass, here in Boston, Massachusetts. Today, I'll be interviewing Stacey Ackerman, founder, agile coach, and trainer, agilifytraining.com, and Michael Seaton, principal at Level C Digital, an instructor at the University of Toronto. Today's podcast is all about the development of the Agile Marketing Navigator. Welcome, Stacey. Welcome, Michael. Thanks, Thanks for having us, John. Well, thanks for joining us. You know, let's let's get started by asking what exactly is the Agile Marketing Navigator? The Agile Marketing Navigator is a new framework that was created by marketers for marketers as a way to simplify language, to come up with a common way, common terminology, and to put together kind of best practices that are already existing in the Agile community and in the marketing community and make it just easier to implement. That was the real goal behind it is how can we make implementation a lot smoother so we're not having to guess and uh, trying to pull together different frameworks that maybe don't work as well in marketing. And to add to that, I think, you know, there's so many practices out there, right? And, and everybody talks the best practices. So what we tried to do is take the most common and, and um, used practices that we saw as successful and being effective, and then create um, the framework around, you know, uh, being very flexible to make any of these practices that work for you, your best practice. So I think what we saw was the opportunity to, um, yeah, create something in the marketplace that wasn't there, but guided you a little bit further down the road and solved that equation for what is this hybrid thing that people are talking about? Well, it was one of the reasons I wanted to interview you both uh, for this podcast, which is what I'm excited about is the fact that it comes from marketers. But what's the background to the Agile Marketing Navigator? Why did you think that there's a need for the development of a marketing framework for Agile? Yeah, I can start by answering that. Uh, my background was marketing, but then I began my agile path really in the software development side uh, before coming back to marketing. And in software development, I could go into any team and Scrum was the common language. Everybody used it. Uh, they maybe didn't all use it well, um, but they understood the terminology. They understood generally what it meant. It was kind of the, the path forward. So as an agile coach and trainer, when I would come into these software teams, I felt like I was starting at a different place. And when I started coaching within marketing about really four years ago, where I refocused to marketing, I was finding that they were constantly trying to reinvent the wheel. And I really do like Scrum quite a bit. And I thought, okay, I can do this. I can go and I can use Scrum the way I've done it with software teams and use it within marketing teams. But the reality was there was a lot of resistance that was happening there. And I think it was a lot of, this isn't for us. That's the way they do it in software. We're marketing, we're different, we're, we're special. We need our own way. And so... I really kind of came to this epiphany that 
in order to accelerate agile marketing into organizations, they have to have a way that they're bought into, that they're comfortable with, that it means something and it solves the problems that marketing teams are trying to solve. And yeah, from my perspective, what was the need for it? There's so much out there and I think marketers like to gravitate to the bright shiny object and we hear there's something called agile. Um, you know, but if I take a giant look back over the shoulder of where marketing has sort of developed since agile, has been out there. Um, you know, we talk about transformations and I think marketing has gone through a lot of tr uh, transitions, not actual transformations. And as marketing looks to fundamentally change, you know, it the, the narrative, I think we've lost our way a little bit. And as all of these new tools and platforms have come up, how, how do we how do we do a better job? How do we become better and smarter marketers? So we gravitate to this thing called agility, but then it's kind of like, um, you know, I use the analogy also of the the cable companies, like whoever brought agility in to the company, you know, did the same thing that the cable companies do, which is they wire to the curb, but there was nobody bringing the signal into the house, into the direct room of marketing and saying, this is where you need it. And we're going to adjust it for specifically what your needs are. So, you know, we're, we're left brain and right brain thinkers in marketing, and we have a very unique function in the organization. There's so many different configurations and, and aspects and elements of marketing that we really needed something that marketers could absorb, understand, and relate to um, and make their own. So I think that's, that's where we saw the need and really also the need of, there's a lot of agile out there, but it's a lot, there's a lot of theory, not a lot of actual specific practice within the marketing area and, and pragmatically. And so we thought that was the, also the opportunity to seize. Well, that makes sense, Michael. I mean, I remember 10, 12 years ago when I was on the podcast series with uh, agility marketing podcast with Frank days, uh, it was like pulling teeth to get marketers, but also when we were talking with people, they were very cautious about um, if there were marketers, if they were new to Agile, you know, oh, this has got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with marketing. So um, we always felt as if um, we had to be very careful about um, introducing Agile to marketers because they didn't see it as relevant. So how, how did this new uh, framework, how did the new Agile Marketing uh, Navigator develop? So this started with me um, writing articles about Agile Marketing and I write regularly through MarTech and I was thinking of article ideas and it was kind of coming off of uh, working with some clients and hearing, what do I do next? Where is that roadmap for getting started? And uh, both Michael and I teach ISC Agile, which is a great course, and it gives a lot of good foundational elements with um, theory and values and all of those things. Um, but people kept saying, where's that next step? Like, how do I simplify getting this into my organization? So originally, the idea began with, I wrote an article about it, and I, and I wrote kind of a framework. And then I realized that this is so much more than just me. And that if it's only from my perspective, it's only going to go so far. And a framework has to be adopted widely to have any impact whatsoever. So at the same time that I had just drafted this article, Michael had approached me and we are in a similar business and said, hey, is there anything we can collaborate in and partner on? I'm really looking um, for someone to partner with. And I thought he was a great addition because he has a very, very lengthy, in-depth marketing background where I have somewhat of a marketing background, but more in-depth on the Agile side. 
And so we thought putting two heads together would be better than one. And then we kind of realized it was also bigger than just us. And so we then expanded out into a group that John, you were part of, um, the con contributor group. Yeah. I, you know, I think, um, yeah, Stacey nailed it down. You know, it was based on a lot of great thinking and, you know, I, I like to say my role in, in life is usually, um, yeah, I have depth in marketing, but with agility, that was fairly new to me over the past, you know, five to eight years or so in thinking through it and then actually developing it as, as a core part of my business. And so I reached out to a lot of people, John, you're one of them and, you know, the, trying to get that sense of who's in the community, who's doing, who's doing what. And um, yeah, and Stacey kind of reached back out and, uh, you know, the, the, the line I like to use about why I connect out to other people is like, I consider myself to be the hole in the donut. I just surround myself with good stuff and, and good stuff happens. Um, but, you know, no one's laughing at that pun because there's no audience on this, um, on this podcast. So uh, hopefully people are laughing uh, with their headsets on, but, uh, you know, not joking aside, like, you know, who are the real doers, thinkers, uh, and people who can move things forward in the industry, because what I was seeing as a seasoned, you know, marker for a quarter century running teams in large organizations and in agencies and then running a, a consulting um, firm was, we need help here. And we need help that's not, you know, uh, like the, the big four consulting help where, you know, it's a big PowerPoint deck and then they leave. They need help being uh, trained, coached, and, and working through all of these elements. Most importantly, making sure they work for them in their um, you know, idiosyncratic to their footprint of marketing and what they're doing versus here's the theory, no, no force fit it. So I was involved in the process as well, uh, but I remember a lot of work over the last year where we had meetings on, on Fridays. Uh, you had like half a dozen people involved or maybe uh, two dozen people involved and uh, you were meeting, uh, we were meeting regularly on Fridays, right? Could you get a little bit more about, you know, the, the, the mechanics of how it all came together with, uh, with the volunteers and, uh, and, and how many sessions we had? Absolutely. So we, we iterated really over about five or six months, and John was a big part of that and, and a wonderful contributor to the end product. And Michael and I really just reached out to a variety of people in our network. We wanted contributors that could give different angles and um, supply different things that we maybe didn't have or different perspectives. And so um, some of them were our clients, some of them were peers in the uh, coaching and training side. And um, so we had people representing, I think, very large companies, small companies. We had some contributors that were more hands-on marketers and some that were more executive leaders. And so I think we formed a really amazing team and I can tell you, um, you guys probably know, I was like, God, this is so slow. This is taking so long. I just want to move this thing forward. And um, we kind of inched along and, and we kept iterating and, and we had really profound discussions over like what things should be called and um, what, what little pieces make sense and what don't. And while it was slower than normal, we progressed really well. We had so many different voices in there that the, the end result that we came up with, I was astonished by, and I was so excited by. And it was truly in the spirit of what Agile is all about, which is teamwork and iteration and kind of, you know, coming up with, with joint ideas that, that serve the larger community. And so I was really excited about where we landed. 
So that's great. You went through this thorough process and you also touched uh, many folks who uh, worked in different aspects of marketing and, and now you have the Navigator and you've launched. So where is it being used today? I have a client in Canada, uh, Moneris Payment Systems, largest payment company in Canada. And their marketing team was fairly new, fairly sizable marketing team. They're actually going through an enterprise uh, their marketing is actually leading or one of the leading spots in their enterprise-wide agility that they're um, going through. So that was the first one. And it made a lot of sense. This was a senior marketer, their CMO, who had a need for a newer team, um, very old traditional ways of working through things and was ripe for change. Um, and we started talking about the application of the navigator and how it worked and what it was um, going to set up. And they were already uh, convinced on the agile marketing sort of trajectory that they needed to take. But the navigator really put it in the lens of, oh, okay, I can see how we're doing it. Great, great. What what has been the response from the community, from the from the folks that are starting to use it, and from the folks who are uh, you know looking at it and and applying it to starting to think about applying it to their own uh, agile uh, marketing management processes. Yeah, one one point also, sorry, can't name the other clients because we're under NDA, but they're very large global clients um, based out of the U.S. that we're we're implementing with as well. Great. So the response from the community has been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, right after we kind of launched, we we had an accelerator team that joined. We had many people that were going to go back and and uh, bring us into their organizations. We got a lot of you know just comments on LinkedIn like this is the missing piece. Oh, thank you for doing this. Um, this is really going to help us. This is you know giving us some guidance and some structure into where we're going. Um, I can say from personal hands-on experience, the one piece of the navigator that has really, really um, made a huge impact is that collaborative planning workshop. I think it's because it's it's so different than maybe where some other frameworks start with just a backlog. And so we're really seeing some great value in tying in business goals um, into a guide point, which gives a team a super clear direction on where they're going to be headed. Um, our blueprint, which is kind of a roadmap of a three-month purview has become a phenomenal communication tool that we've seen really elevate the conversation with leaders out of the tactical world. And so I would say that that piece of it has really had the biggest impact and it's, it's really exciting to see. Um, it's really not probably different than stuff that I've done in the past. I think we just uh, kind of cleaned it up and, and gave it a little bit of um, naming and, and a systematic approach so that it's a little easier for people. What about you, Michael? What uh, what have you seen to, in terms of the response and, and also that uh, that brainstorming section? Is, are you seeing that similar situation with uh, a good response from the community? Yeah, in, in fact, I think that the whole collaborative plan, the whole upfront process is really, I think we, we found lightning in a bottle for what marketing really needs to kind of get going. And I'm going to say this, and it may be, you know, um, totally off base, but like, if you don't even consider doing agile, um, or you're not interested in, you know, any, any part, uh, any part of like implementing the full thing, 
I would say just use the collaborative planning workshop and see how that goes for you to get a much tighter grip on what you're actually doing and what you're aligning to in terms of your goals. It seems to be the one thing that resonates and, and actually once, and because it's really upfront in the process, once that momentum gets going kind of in, in the right way, right, it's never right right out of the gates, but it, you, know, you learn over time and improve, um, that one thing has just been a real epiphany for what, um, you know, widening our eyes to what marketers really needed to kind of get going. So do you have a process in place for adjustment uh, to the navigator? I mean, I think about the manifesto, which we did 10 years ago, and then we only just did an update last year, and we didn't really have a process in place, although I think we kind of could have changed it over time. So what, do you have better planning on that or, or better thoughts about how it's going to happen or, or what, what, what are your thoughts uh, as you get feedback from the community as it gets, starts to get implemented? I definitely want to involve our contributor group on a regular basis. And I, I don't know what the right cadence for that is, but I feel like it could be soon again because we've had a few initial learnings uh, right away. And there's like two tiny things um, I think that we probably need to modify and update already, um, just in kind of road testing this through. And so I think going back to our original group of contributors, um, maybe it's every six months or so and saying, hey, here's what we're hearing. What do you guys think? And doing um, some sort of updates because things do change, right? And the more people use it, um, the more learning we're going to get out of it. There might be additional things that we never put in there in the beginning that we'll want to add. So I think it is um, a lot more of a fluid way of working and we're going to use Agile. We're not going to um, say this is it forever and this is never going to change because it will. Well, you know, I, I think about the manifesto and how we took almost 10 years to update it, but I almost think that if we had worked to update it within those 10 years and had updates throughout, it would actually have been better. One, it would have been a clearer, you know, we have more clarity in the message, but also I think it, there are opportunities to, um, to promote it at those points. So I, I, it might actually be seen as an advantage to, to do those changes, even if they're minor. Yeah, I think so. I agree with you. The process also is, you know, it's kind of, it's purposeful and, and yet organic. And I think one of the things, you know, when we put it out, it was, we kind of said, okay, it's, it's our MVP. Um, and, you know, bringing groups back together, we, we know marketers are ADD or ADHD, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, trying to herd the cats on a regular basis. And you guys were wonderful as a contributor group up front. Um, I think over the summer, as we brought together groups to, for learning and, and promoting, um, we've, we've seen sort of, you know, this, the summertime sort of like commitment. Um, what we hope is that the, the updates, the, you know, one of the things was waiting for people to say, oh, you know, poke holes in it. And, um, you know, you put something out there into the, into the, environment and uh you know you have to have a bit of a thick skin saying okay people might be detractors from it really haven't heard a lot of that um which is great i mean that's great news and and we're learning through actually doing right what are the parts that um work well one of the parts that we may need it's like some i kind of put them into a couple of buckets cosmetic changes versus actual you know deeper changes to the framework and um and so we're learning as we go and it's only really been like one quarter of activity since we released it we've got a few clients who are going through it and we're going to bring that learning back to the group overall and we hope the group um as we proceed forward will 
bring back other changes or other things they're seeing. And, it, and it's kind of, it's a living, breathing thing, right? So it, it's going to change over time. I've been volunteering with my local chapter, the American Marketing Association. And one of the things about the AMA is when you're volunteering, you actually get hands-on experience. I almost wish wish you could go to a couple of the chapters and have some of the committee teams use this because uh, that might be a quick way to get some feedback because it might take more with, with companies. But I, I suspect that you won't see changes in the navigator until you know more people are using it. And then and once you get that feedback, yeah, I think we're, there's a few small changes right now um, that we kind of noticed right off the get-go. Um, but yeah, getting people using it, and we really welcome feedback, so we really want to hear from folks that are trying it, um, even if it's not in full, even if it's just bits and pieces of it and how it's working for them, because that will help us shape something that that really works for marketers. A tough question here, you know, the... The Navigator was developed by the community, so why not go with a Creative Commons license? You know, maybe use the Red Hat model employed by uh, IBM. You know, for the open source version of uh, Linux, we were all familiar with Linux and how that could develop as open source. And then Red Hat comes along, and uh, you know, they they have their own version of it. What what are sort of the mechanics of of how you're putting the licensing together and, and how are you, you, what, what are your thoughts on how that's gonna develop? Yeah, so, you know, so to answer the question right off the top in terms of like, why isn't it Creative Commons? Um, you know, the intent here was, was, there's a couple of things driving what we did and, and how it um, ended up the way it did. Uh, a lot of really smart thinking and experience and, you know, really sort of uh, thought leadership that went into it. So, you know, obviously it's coming out of us. We, we created, I mean, I'll, I'll lean more towards Stacy. She was the one who developed, you know, the lion's share of this stuff and, and her thinking as we combined forces. So, you know, there's, um, there's kind of an IP, right? We want to protect it, copyright it kind of thing. And, and really because, um, you know, there is a business model that we are thinking through behind it. And there's kind of more to come on that down the, down the road. But that was the first sort of great thinking we want to protect it um, from that aspect, but we also want it available. We don't want it to hide somewhere and not be accessible. So we did have part of that model um, in mind. And, and we also felt this way that, uh, you know, and you can argue this point, it's not for right now, but when, when, when something has ownership, and it retains ownership, and it can have that stewardship, and you can have, you know, a couple of people who brought it kind of to market and want to lead it with a certain vision, um, I found that a bit tougher sometimes to get just through the general community. As I mentioned before, you know, marketers tend to have a lot of ADD, so we got to know our own audience here. But I think, you know, the ownership of it is going to allow us to push it forward and, and put it in front of people and get those use cases out of it. So, um, so that was the thinking behind it. When I look at the ecosystem of how ideas and concepts, you know, work like this, you know, the, the process uh, with agile marketing, um, and you look back at agile development, it, you know, you think about those folks back in 2001, the 16 developers and thought leaders who put it together, and then they went off and they all went and did the same thing. So, but part of that is that they built different businesses. So I think what you, uh, Stacy and, and Michael are doing is great. And uh, it's helping to build, um, you know, another model within the uh, the environment for marketing. So that's the important thing. And if you can help, you know, evangelize agile marketing and more people use it, I think that's that's the big uh, the big uh, plus that we get out of this. 
Well, I'll throw it back to you. It's all your fault, John, because you pulled this all together about a year ago for the uh, the manifesto. We all came together as a community and and we started to you know go into little like pockets and niches and figure out what else can we do here. So uh, so yeah, I think it, it's a natural sort of evolution of where we're at as a community of marketers who are now seeing this as the the inevitable future, and a lot of us see it as like you know, the future is here already. Um, there's a great quote by William Gibson, who's a Canadian author. And he says, the future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed. And so we consider ourselves to be in the front end of the distribution business right now. I love that quote <laughs> and the concept. <laughs> That's really good. Um, so why is it so important for marketers to develop the framework? Why does it matter specifically for marketers? Yeah, I can say as a, a longtime coach and, and someone who's tried to implement this in, in a lot of different places, that if there is initial resistance, it's not going to get the legs that it needs. And so... Um, I absolutely love the Agile Marketing Manifesto. We were involved in that and it's a super important foundational piece that we're gonna carry through um, with this navigator. However, um, people get stuck and with no experience or uh, oftentimes lack of experience within marketing or lack of budget for expensive consulting co you know, firms or coaches to come in, they're just not getting the legs to get it implemented properly. And so I've run into a number of situations where I come in and someone thinks they've been doing agile marketing for a year. And I find out the only thing that they've done was bought a tool and have changed nothing else fundamentally. So we want to be able to make it easier and more accessible for everybody to be able to say, here's at least a guide um, that, that can help us along the way. And I think it's important. And I think if Scrum would have worked um, the same way as it, in I, in marketing as it did in IT, we wouldn't have to do this. And, you know, in my theory, I'm like, well, why shouldn't it, right? It's, it's high level. Um, but to marketers, it wasn't close enough to them. And so there was too much translation having to take place. Um, so to have something that feels like it fits within marketing, but still ties to those agile marketing values and principles um, is really why we needed this. Yeah, and I kind of look at it, again, I'm just going to be repeating what I think what I already said, but the, you know, marketing is such a unique function, and so you have to understand the psychology of a marketer, which is both left brain and right brain, and there's so many different stances of marketing, I mean, you know, people say advertising is marketing. No, it's not. Advertising is a part of marketing, right? The spectrum of marketing and communications is very wide. And there's so many different landing spots and way teams, you know, build around each other. So we wanted to create this that was like accessible um, in the language of marketers and something they could approach and say, this was built specifically for us. And, you know, we are kind of the prima donnas at certain times where we, we want something that speaks to us in our language and makes sense for whatever we're doing. And I think some of the areas of, uh, you know, just translating and taking Scrum in or Kanban. Kanban's a bit easier sometimes, um, but, you know, some of the rules didn't apply. Some of the ceremonies, you know, needed to be tweaked. So that's why um, a framework that speaks to marketers in their own language is, is just, you know, it kind of opens more doors. I've thought about this question a lot, partly because I'm trying to answer that effort to encourage marketers to use Agile and then you and I think part of the issue with marketers is one we're not used to developing methodologies for 
uh, management. Um, whereas, you know, product marketers, I think, were some of the first people that adopted Agile, but they already had. They had pragmatic masking, right? So they would add a framework. Or you think of developers, and they had so method. They have so many methodologies over the years. Whereas marketers, we don't really have anything, so we don't have that tradition. But I also think it's partly because marketers are such good vendor managers. We're kind of cynical when a vendor comes through the door. So if it's not within the framework of what our culture is, you know, I think we're kind of skeptical. So that's one of the reasons why I'm so curious to see how the framework develops and whether it's that extra thing that makes a, um, a difference with the, the adoption of it. So it's still early days, but I do want to ask this question. Is shorthand appearing for the framework? You know, I think people use scrum terms because they're so easy to use. Is anything appearing for the navigator or are we, you know, is it still early days? Yeah, um, you know, that's certainly a valid suggestion. And, you know, I think, I, I'm not sure whether that would confuse people more or not confuse them, right? If they're just learning this for the first time, um, that might actually lead to further confusion. Um, but if they've been working or they're familiar with those terms, um, maybe that makes sense. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Um, I think it depends if they're integrating with a larger agile transformation or a business agility transformation and there's scrum terminology already being used in the organization. Um, I think, you know, renaming it or calling it what they're used to is, is totally fine or saying this is the, similar to this thing. Because um, there are some similarities, but there's also some unique differences. And there's some strategic reasons, I think, why the naming is different. Um, like team improvement workshop is the same thing as a retrospective, but we really wanted to call out, it's about the team improvement. It's not just about retrospecting and kind of complaining about what's wrong. We're really trying to get what's that actionable item and that the team can improve. Uh, so I think some of that renaming is good in that sense, in unless it does confuse people. Well, actually, I, re I really meant in the sense more, you know, are people adopting it and are they in the same way that people use Scrum terms, right, across different methodologies, are they starting to do that even if they weren't familiar with Scrum, uh, with the Navigator? That's kind of more my question. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. The answer is yes. Um, yeah. When we come in and, and we've trained them on this way, um, we're typically dealing with people who've never done agile marketing and so this is what they're learning and um they're gravitating towards it it really easily here's what i found is that yes the marketers regardless of you know if, if other element or like if scrum is already there and they're implementing another area um, once the marketers gravitate to it and they they see things named for themselves they love it and they gravitate to it it's usually the outside influence you know we've already got it installed somewhere else and you know, another team is calling it this, there is there is that flexibility we have to say, okay, well, we can rename it something else if that's what the organization likes and is is wanting to adhere to. What we're finding though is, and you know, this is the, the fruits of our labor kind of coming true, is with the teams that are implementing it through those first couple of iterations and, and cycles, they are using the vernacular of collaborative planning workshop of establishing a guide point and a blueprint. So, so the answer, quick answer is yes, with the implementations we're using, um, 
you know, they are using those terms. They are starting to pick them up. And we hope it will continue. The nice part also, though, is that should the organization want to overlay what their version of agile is and start using those terms, they fit in nicely as well. So, um, you know, we haven't found any change to the actual uh, stuff we're doing in the framework, just some of the terms if the, you know, uh, landing spot is already sort of got agile in its DNA somewhere else. Oh, that's good. So how are you working to adopt the agile marketing navigator? I think it's a lot of trying to get the word out um, to the community and in doing things like this podcast, we're doing a lot of speaking engagements. Uh, we've been trying to involve and expand members of the community that um, to try it, to test it, um, to learn from it. So um, right awareness is, is really big, right? People need to understand that this is available and exists and is a resource. And, um, you know, it's a it's an accessible resource, right? Everything's on there um, on our website, agilemarketingnavigator.org. And you can download it, you can print it, you can, you know, go ahead and even without us working with you, implement this um, into your organization. But um, awareness takes some time. I think in the three months since we've launched it, uh, a lot of awareness has happened. So that's really exciting. Yeah, that's a, that's great. And thank you for mentioning that, Stacey. I'm not sure if I mentioned when, when, when the question was asked about the uh, Creative Commons. You know, we have it accessible, agilemarketingnavigator.org. Um, it's there. Any updates will be posted um, when we make them. When the, when the collaborative team comes back and lets us know what, what needs to be adjusted moving forward. But yeah, adopting it, I mean, it really seems like a lot longer that it's been out there than it has just because we've been, you know, heads down in the trenches doing the work with it as well as trying to, you know, get the word out. And thank you, John, you've been a huge part of not only collaborating, but helping us get the word out. And yeah, we're just really excited to see it, you know, gain more traction. Uh, one of the things that's interesting is that we're starting to get, at least I am, I know Stacy is as well, starting to get questions about the Agile Marketing Navigator that are almost in front of Agile Marketing. Right. They, they, so what am I trying to say? There's there's folks out there that are not like agile is kind of foreign to them and they're hearing about the agile marketing navigator. And that's opening the conversation about agility. And that's interesting because then we actually have to do a little bit of air cover to talk to them about general agility and, and the values and all the wonderful stuff that you've done with the manifesto and then lead into, OK, now here's the framework. So it's really interesting. It's opening up uh, new doors. Michael, do you mean that you're getting questions from community members that aren't mar marketers or they're questions from marketers who haven't come across Agile at all? Yeah, it's marketers who have not come across Agile at all. And, and honestly, there's been a couple of inquiries from people I know in my network who are outside of marketing and they're like, well, you know, we've heard about it. How would this apply into, you know, you, you seem to have managed to do something specific for marketing. How would this work somewhere else? And um, yeah, that, that's interesting as well. I don't always have the answers to that. I can um, and just provide some general air cover uh, answers. But yeah, no, I, I think it, that the point is that, yeah, it's opening the door to discuss agility through the navigator versus, you know, another area sort of saying you need to go agile. So that's interesting in that uh, folks are learning about it from the marketing world instead of the development world. And I wonder if that um, in some circumstances, even if, they, if they're in the discipline, obviously they're gonna pay more attention, which is what we hoped, uh, but then, um, uh, then outside that discipline or related, it, it, it might be of interest to them. It kind of reminds me, I was director of marketing at a consulting company for innovation managers 
and my CEO had never really come across agile development and he did agile marketing first and then we did um, an agile development and he, he you know he said oh I we, he, we had a development project and and uh, we he, he really wanted to use agile for the development project it was kind of weird <laughs> right right so so I think you're going to have things like that happen which is kind of cool you know we're, we're giving back to the community yeah and I, I can say this much there's so many interesting conversations that have now come out of this that lead to really trying to help folks get going and get it done the right way and get on the right path. So, you know, we're really starting to see the fruits of the labor and yeah, from the community aspect, we look forward to hearing from the community, how it's working for them. It's actually a research project that we're trying to get underway that might help us learn a little bit more in terms of when it does uh, gain more traction and we have more implementations, what parts of it are being used by who and how effectively. So we're looking at that sort of on the horizon as well as part of um, the adoption and, you know, promotion and, and sort of improving along the way. I've often thought this, which is how can we get agile marketing into colleges, you know, if not at the undergraduate level, certainly at the graduate level. And and so if you're doing research, that's going to get to that because we are, I mean, over the last year, I think I've seen two or three graduate students and they've been from all over the world. I think we had somebody in, uh, in Italy or, or Germany, somebody in um, uh, Finland uh, right. reaching out and doing, you know, sort of in-depth research reports for uh, for graduate studies. Uh, do, do you think that could be one of the ways that more people adopt this is, is, is attempting to get it into curriculum for, for colleges, either at the undergraduate or graduate level? Yeah. I, from my experience, I can tell you this much. It doesn't get into MBA programs unless there's some big company out there that's willing to sponsor it and put it in, right? So hmm. hopefully one of our clients will see the light and, and maybe they will fund something down the road. Um, but yeah, that's one of the, the big things. I think it's easier to get it into the curriculum when it's not uh, like when you're slipping it in there and, and talking to it in the context of maybe other management methodologies within like a marketing MBA uh, type program. You know, it's easier when you can siphon it out when it's maybe a continuing education or maybe an undergrad program, although I'm not sure of the undergrad programs that would actually take advantage of it. Um, but what I am seeing pick up on, and I'll, I'll situate it this way, there's so much to educate new marketers on, right? Like with the expansion of digital and all the different platforms and changes and, you know, marketers love bright, shiny objects. So I find as a professor of marketing, I have to talk to, you know, Clubhouse as it's on its rise and then talk about why it didn't work and why we're all sort of, you know, schizophrenic sometimes in marketing, trying to pay attention to what we think is the next big thing, but it really isn't. We're just following trends a little bit too closely. So, you know, to pull it back, I think uh, the, the scholastic world or academic world has seen agile as like, is this just a trend or is this something that we actually need to pay attention to? And if so, how do we embed it in the right places at the right time? And so it's getting there. I think when you have an opportunity to be in a less... I want to say a uh, tenured environment and less um, administrative overlaid environment. There's so much out there in the marketing world. I, I think we do a disservice by not teaching new marketers how, and, and actually existing marketers, and that's our target audience, how to actually go about marketing management in a new way, right? This is um, organizational effectiveness. It's applied to marketing. And it's really important, especially now because marketing um, you know, in some cases has become that arts and crafts department, not actually a, a, a unit that, you know, provides business results. 
And that's the ways that's the ways that we work, and we need to teach that a lot better. I was just thinking when you made that last uh, comment that hasn't the trajectory of marketing over the last 20 years been more to sort of data and analysis, especially with marketing technology. So hopefully the, the colleges are keeping up and, and, and recognizing that. I think that's one of the reasons why Agile is being adopted by uh, marketers and, and, and hopefully the colleges uh uh, you know, catch up to this, but it also gets me thinking, Michael, Stacy, that that perhaps that sort of reluctance to adopt something that's outside the field that exists for active marketers is also in the field of of colleges, and and therefore the opportunity with the agile marketing navigator is because it is from uh, marketers that there's a bigger chance of it getting adopted that 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 maybe is the hope here and, yeah. and that might help uh, things move things along with um, it, with teaching. I think where it really situates itself is that we still teach marketing according to the four P's right and the four P's of marketing are still extremely important I am on the side of you can't mess with that stuff because it is actually part of the big foundation but one of the P's that we don't address is the people Right. And so if we ram that out and we say the other P that we need to address is people. And if we're training you on the discipline of marketing and how to go about it, um, you're learning about what to do, but not how to actually go about it in today's new environment, which is collaborative. Um, it's using data and using insights and getting you know stuff out there that is always on, that is always needing to improve. And so if we can't figure out and teach people the new way to do that and, and to do that properly, then we're we're taking a big swing and a miss you know, at, at a very easy pitch to hit. Well, this is great. I, I love the fact that in a, in a marketing podcast, we managed to mention the four Ps. So that's wonderful. Well, uh, Stacy, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to, to see the work that you've done and the leadership that you've taken in the community and putting this framework together and collaborating with the community. You know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how it grows. Thank you so much for this interview today. Yeah, thank, we'd like you, to thank you. Thank you for your contributions and continued support. And that's helping helping to push this forward to the community. So thanks to you, John. Thanks for joining us on the deep dive into agile marketing podcast with John Cass. My thanks to Stacey and Michael, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to our show and leave a review to let us know what you thought of today's episode. And if you like what you heard and want to learn more, visit www.businessagility.institute.